0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are and whenever it is on this amazing day. We are recording this in February, so hopefully you're listening to it sometime in February. This is Robert Bolden, Life Transformed, and our new podcast that we just kicked off uh, the past week, and the title is going to be Live your purpose leaders live your purpose live your purpose and everybody is a leader in some form or fashion whether it be uh, in a business maybe you're a a positional leader in a company maybe you're at home and you're leading your family maybe you're just leading yourself that's a that's a big job in itself so this this new podcast is really going to be focused on How you live your purpose uh, as a leader. How do you live your purpose? Sometimes we're put into leadership roles and it isn't in congruency with our purpose. I know I've had that experience in the past where I'm leading, but it didn't feel purposeful. It wasn't aligned with what I felt like my purpose was. So that's what this new podcast is all about. We're going to be interviewing people and delving into this topic in detail. But today, we're doing the recap of our health summit, and we've got Alana and Russell and Kristen on with us, and really, Russell Russell presented on, if you haven't seen it, go back and watch it, he presented on the stick man, and I know some of you may be like, what? What is the stick man? So I'm gonna have Russell kind of kick us off in the discussion here. We're just gonna kick around the stick man and Russell just give us kind of an overview of the stick man. And then I know Alana hasn't, she had to record it so she wasn't able to even listen. So uh, it would be great if we all just kind of chime in if we have a question as you're going along, let's all just jump in and, and have a conversation here.
1: I think the most interesting thing about the sick man is the fact that it was done uh, around World War II. There were so many soldiers that were coming back with problems, and you know, it's, it's that we now call it PTSD. And he's like, you know, why why are they going through this? What is it that, why are they struggling like this? And so, and so, we, Thurman Fleet was the originator of this, and uh, concept therapy is what he called it at that time because he was a chiropractor, but it's like, I'm, I'm getting people healed but they're not happy you know they're not changing the way they, they think about things and so the stick man is how we can take our results and then create the happiness that goes along with it you know a lot of times whenever we're healed or whenever something is, is taken care of we don't think about what's going on internally you know yeah I my, my finger was broken and I went and had it fixed and it's okay now so this is this is what's so valuable about it so uh since you're listening to this on on uh audio i want you to just listen and and do what i tell you here just just work with me get you a pen and a paper and i want you to take and draw a circle that's about an inch to an inch and a half and inch and a quarter in diameter draw a big circle that's about that size and then I want you to put a line straight across, from ear to ear. If it, if it was somebody's head, it's somebody's it somebody's head, forehead. I want you to draw a line from ear to ear, all the way across. And then I want you to draw a little bit of line for your body, just a little bit. Put, put your little neck on there. And underneath that, I want you to, to do a body. Now listen, it's going to be itty bitty. I want you to do it about a half inch in diameter or less. And, you know, well, that's not what the body looks like. The, the body's big, the, the head's... Well, you know, when Thurman Fleet did this, he knew that, okay? He, just, he was smarter than that. But the thing about it is our mind and our conscious and our subconscious, it determines everything we do in our body. And that's why he did the head that way. And so, so it's
2: another circle for
1: the body? Yeah. Yeah, just a small circle. Yeah, draw a little line down, draw a circle that's about a quarter and a half inch in diameter and then put you some little arms and legs on it <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's the body and a lot of times whenever I draw this I'll put a B in there for the body and so this this is this is what he found out he found out that our mind is kind of in two two areas and so the first side of it is the top side the part, top half of that, we call it the conscious mind. Everything that comes in and into our conscious mind comes in from the outside. And uh, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll put five little antennas across the top. And those five little ten- five little antennas are how God has designed us to bring in information. So he gave us eyes to see, ears to hear, nose to smell, uh, tongue to taste, and uh, and our fingers and stuff to touch. Of course, we can touch with a lot of things, but somebody's like, see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. That's your five little antennas that's on top of, of your of your head. Because that's how we bring in information. And all this information that we get is then processed in the conscious mind. What's so neat about the conscious mind? This is where our thing, this is this is where the things that go on in our life are, are brought in, they're processed, And then we decide what we're going to do with it. Here's what's so neat about the the thinking mind. It is that whenever whenever information comes into us, we get positive information, we get negative information, we get all this information. Well, then whenever we receive that, we can now decide, okay, am I going to get rid of this or am I going to pass it on to the subconscious? And so before we get into the subconscious, just realize that whenever you're in your thinking mind, just, just think about it like this. Anytime you hear something, anything that comes to you, your thinking mind comes in and says, what am I going to do with this? What's happening here? What is it? Is this something that's good for me? Or is this something that's bad for me? And of course, the thing about it is, what do we do? We develop habits that are bad for us, and we pass those on to our subconscious mind. So we pass bad things along. And then, of course, a lot of times we get information when we think about it. So this is good for me. and We pass that information on, too. But the problem is the subconscious mind, which which is where our self-image and our self-esteem and our self-beliefs, we pass on the negative into all of this. We pass those things that that aren't good for our self-image, that aren't good for our self-belief, that aren't good for our self-esteem. They get passed on if they're negative thoughts. And so whenever we have those negative thoughts and we think them over and over again, you know, think about it like this i, I know it's, it sounds funny when you're using the word think and think over again but whenever whenever you get information right suppose you're trying to lose weight okay you go out and you're go into the grocery store or someplace, and, and you know the worst part of the grocery store is all those things that you pass just before you get to the register isn't it you know they got candy bars and if you got your kids with you they got all kinds of toys Oh do want that toy <laughs> you know and so you have all these things going on at the register and you got all those candy bars and you know what? They always have your favorite one there, don't they? Oh my gosh, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> and so now you gotta think, I'm, I'm losing weight. Do I, want these, do I want this candy bar? And, and a lot of times, what do you do? You buy it and you know you don't need it. And so that's where it's so invaluable for you to, to change the way you think about things. You gotta change the way that you think about think about food. You know, that's one of the things that, that all of us talk about in here. You know, I'm just bringing this up because it's something that's easy. You may need to, you need to change the way you think about money. You may not have to be where you're at uh, financially. You know, a lot of times it's just because you think the way about money. If you continually say, I'm broke, I'm you know, I'm, on, I'm in debt. You're using these words that are negative and you keep passing on there. So you need to use words like, oh, I'm going to be free flowing money. I'm going to have this thing. I'm losing the weight. It's coming off. I'm not buying that because. That's bad for my health, and it's bad for my brain. And so, but you gotta quit passing those little things along. But, the, but, and our subconscious—this is this is where our feelings are at. This is where we we our emotions are, and of course, we're very much driven by our emotions. So think about it. So now let's go back to our little antennas. You know, the things we see, the things we hear, the smell, taste, touch. You know, you ever had a meal that was similar to your mom's? You know, you think. You just get ready to eat it and you taste it. It's like, well, I think like my mom's, but then whenever you do get one, it says, Oh my gosh, this is so much like my mom's my mom's lasagna and you eat that and, and and it brings back all these memories. These memories keep just rush in. And see that's how powerful that thinking side is. But the question is, what are you passing on to the subconscious mind? And so a lot of times whenever I whenever I put the little positive, I put a positive sign and a negative sign in the um not just mine then I draw little arrows I usually draw a whole bunch of them because basically that's what creates that habit you got that you got that over and over and over again and what is what happens later is because of all these things you go your behaviors right your little body does all these things with your big headset you know it buys the candy bar it spends money that it shouldn't you know your body does all these things you know I realize it just starts in the mind see that's what you got to remember. It starts in the mind. What you then do with your little body, <laughs> that's why the big, the head, big head is because of, of what you started thinking, what you passed on to your subconscious mind, and then the behavior went into your body. And what do you get? You get actions that will create results and are the results what you want. So basically what I'll do from the body from the little bitty body, I'll draw an arrow out to the right, and out there I'll put an R out there. So you draw your little a little line from the from your itty bitty body to the right, and draw you an R out there. And whenever I work with people, a lot of times uh, I'll say, "Okay, if you don't like your results, a lot of times around I'm coaching, you know, I'll, I'll actually go through this. Say, okay, if you don't like the results you have. So what are you going to do different?" And the first thing that most people say was I need to change my behaviors. So basically your behaviors is kind of what's going on in your subconscious mind and pass it along to your body. And if you change your behaviors, it is a little bit, but where's the real problem? You gotta take your results, and I usually draw an arrow from my results all the way up to the thinking mind, the conscious mind. Because if you don't start changing the way you think about it, then you're not gonna change the way you believe subconsciously, the emotional side of it, and your behaviors aren't going to change. Hey, Russell, I got a question. Yeah.
2: So a few times you've said that your conscious mind passes on thoughts to your subconscious. Does it, is it just when you think about those things or when you say them out loud or both? Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
1: Well, what happens, or never, it can be, it can be, you can just think it. You can say it out loud, it, it's as soon as things Let's let's put it this way, you you you're you're thinking about saving money, okay? But every time you get money and you say, Well, I don't have enough to save, you don't even put in the you don't even decide to save the one or two percent. And and you think it, you don't even say it out loud, you get it and say, This chicken ain't what I needed. This ain't gonna be enough. And so you don't even say and so you know, you might say it out loud or you might just think it and then you just you roll on. You don't even you don't do anything to change. Yeah, it can, it, can, it can be as far as just a thinking thought, and that's that's why it's so important. To, if you say it out loud, you're really in trouble.
0: <laughs> yeah, because Russell, isn't it true that the the subconscious mind, it doesn't have the ability to accept or reject. It'll just take yeah. whatever thought you're putting into it, and it just yeah, takes yeah. it and it says, okay.
1: Yeah, if you're positive and you're negative, yeah and then that's what I was talking about whenever I said I put the positive negatives up there and I'll draw arrows down from both of them because it, it doesn't reject anything you have to reject it and so that's why even if you think it Kristen that's why even if you think it you don't reject it because a lot of times if you think it and you don't reject it then uh, it gets louder and the next thing you know you may be saying it out loud you know and, and so but but the fact of the matter is if, if you don't if you don't stop it as soon as you think, and, you know, that's, to help people with that, uh, that's one of the things we do in, uh, in neural coding. Is we use the stop technique to help you stop those thoughts as soon as you have them. But, uh, but that's, that's another entire, <laughs> but you know, but I mean, it's, it's something that if, if our, if, uh, people that are interested, I mean, the stop technique, I can teach to somebody in five minutes or less. And they can really—they uh, can really. I'm, I'm using it. I'm using it on a young lady now, just getting ready to fly for her first time, and and so. Uh,
0: so, how, how do people?
1: Hey, Russell, how do people
0: break out of this cycle? You know, if they look at the results, and I know, I, you know, me and you and I both went through the the stick man with Kristen too, and all that. I know. Do you remember he talked about the terror barrier?
1: Yeah, the terror barrier is is a little deeper. But, but, yeah, it's uh, a lot of times the terror barrier is whenever you're really trying to change. Um, let's say you want to go into sales. You know, oh, I'm not a very good salesman. But every time you start moving towards that, uh, you know, you hit that t- barrier and say, well, I'm not any good at this. And, and you and you continually tell yourself you're not any good. And that terror barrier keeps you from becoming your best. You uh, could be even losing weight. You know, people think... Uh, well, you know i've been losing weight i mean all of a sudden they get to that plateau and, and they'll and it's like well i'm not doing anything everything i'm doing is not working but but it is and whenever i coach people i tell them you've got things going on internally don't allow the terror barrier that says oh, it's not working it's not working that's the first thing we think when when we're trying to do something is that terror barrier comes up and what's really what's really bad about the terror barrier is just on the other side of the terror barrier it's where results are at, but we hit that wall. It's like, it's just like hitting a wall. You know, whenever every you hit the terror barrier, it's just like hitting a wall whenever you're trying to change things. And it goes back to, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts on that? And what am I passing to my subconscious mind that's keeping me, uh, keeping my self-image down, keeping my self-esteem down, keeping me from, from believing in myself more and creating those behaviors that I want. And getting those results from yeah and,
2: and alana in the house summit actually talked about this in her presentation one of her tips was instead of saying i'm not good at it say i can get better yeah
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i can get better and 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 then the stop technique we actually talk about you know thinking about what it is that 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 is uh bothering you for just a split second you know you're like oh no, i'm not losing weight so stop it i can lose weight and then you, you know you say yes i can use weight and you just Stand up, and you know that's that's just the basics of it. But I mean, you know, but you, <clears throat> but whenever you stand up, when you say stop it, you know, you think about oh, I can't do this, and say stop it, and then you stand up, you create this uh, scotoma, this void in your brain, and now you fill it with something new. Anytime we change our change our position from sitting to standing, we create a void in the brain, and now we fill it with what we want. So that's just the that's just the basics of the of the of the um, stop technique
0: yeah and I think it's so fascinating if you're listening to the podcast you know one of the takeaways I think would be wow I can actually change the results I'm getting Uh not by taking a class or not by you know doing all the traditional things changing my behavior but I can go right back up to my thoughts and start re- Programming, re-energizing my subconscious mind, you know, yeah. stopping those negative thoughts from the world, whether it be what you're ingesting on social media, uh, news, popular culture, the friends you have, the food you're eating, all those yeah. things, right? I mean, it is so, when you get to that realization that, you know, it's kind of a, would you all say, it's kind of a way to, to empower?
1: Yeah, well, those five senses, five senses, you know. Are you seeing things that remind you of negative? Quit watching them. Are you hearing things that remind, quit listening to them, you know? Are you smelling things? You know, that might be, you may have from death. <laughs> <laughs> like if That's I not- didn't, I haven't showered yet after
0: going to the gym, is that what you're talking okay. about?
1: So, you know, <laughs> Taste yeah. And touch all these, you know, probably the three that the three that that the three that interacts with us the most that we can not control is what we see, hear, and touch. You know, what we smell and taste, you have control over that. But but you know, most people don't taste anything that, that, that they don't like, and they don't t- they don't smell anything they don't like either. I don't know. Some people do. But, <laughs> but anyway, but the thing about it is, you know, what do you, what do you see here and touch? Because those. Those are the three things that create what you're thinking. And so whenever you, whenever you, are you watching things you shouldn't? Are you listening to things you shouldn't? You know, when people say, well, I want to change the way I think. Okay, let's start by taking a look at what is it that you're listening to on a regular basis that is creating the negative thoughts. It's easy. It's so much, the negative thoughts are going to come, but it's so much easier to get rid of them if we get rid of what stimulates it. So does the news stimulate your negative thoughts? And then most people will say yes. <laughs> does you know, but there's other things. Does does communicating with some people, sometimes you might need to, to to communicate less with some of the people in your life that create the negative thoughts. You know, do you have people that are toxic in your life? And I, you know, uh one of the things about growing, you know, and this is something that, that they tell all people that are that are that are in a personal growth mode, you know probably going to outgrow your friends you're going to get some new friends and a lot of times that's scary for people and i'm sorry but it's if you want personal growth and you really want to then you're going to have to quit listening to those friends that are not coming along with you but let me tell you something what's so wonderful about it is you're going to get friends that do want to come along with you so don't be afraid of it you know russell because, this
0: has been so good ain't alana you have any questions you're exposed to this for the first time i think at least from
2: russell yeah i mean i'm exposed to the stick man idea i like the visual of it um questions i don't really have any questions um
0: Oh, that's okay. Yeah.
2: No, I was, what I was going to say, that's sorry, it, I didn't mean to, I, the, I <laughs> didn't mean to pause. Yeah. I mean, cause I, you know, um, yeah, for me, it's like the conscious mind, like what you talked about and I wrote it down so I could remember to say it, but it's kind of like an easy explanation is like your conscious mind. It's like a filter between, you know, it's like a filter basically. So it's like,
1: yeah, that's what I,
2: you recognize yeah. yeah, so you like bent, recognize bent what's coming in and then filter what you're going to allow to go in because our brain, like the subconscious is 95% of our brain power. So it's like, that is huge, you know? Yeah. So the whole subconscious thing is like something I'm working on learning more about. So I like this visual of it in my mind.
1: Yeah. Well, here's something for mothers, okay? Mothers, if you got little children, I want you to take, if you did this in pencil, just take and erase the top half of the the head or redraw it without the top half. Because children up to around age seven, they believe everything you tell them. Yeah, that's the- That's that's the part that breaks your heart. That's the part (laughs) that breaks your heart. Yeah. yeah, they believe everything you tell them. It goes straight to the subconscious mind. I mean, God designed them to to, to, to do that. Yeah, uh, I get so mad. I should say mad. I get it upsets me when I see adults that tease or say things to, to children because they don't know. the Children don't know any better, and they tell them things that aren't true, or they tell them things, and they believe them. And the, of course, adults do it just for mean. You know. For me, the, the adults are one just being mean. But yeah, whenever your, your children from, from, from birth to seven, they believe everything you tell them. So, you know, yeah. you know when you got your children at home, such a wonderful time to teach them how to use their subconscious more effectively. Then as they get that seven, eight, nine years old, they are even better students. They're better at listening at school. They're better at listening to you because you have taught them in those, those critical years of their life. what it it means to do the right thing. Let's face it, I do things that I learned when I was seven years old that I don't like, okay? Yep, me too. And and I know that and and I've got to work through it.
0: You know, that brings up something, I think, for our next Health Summit. I'm just thinking about this right now. I think one or more of us should present on how you start to change the subconscious mind, how you start to Pull, you know, pull out, make the as Christian used to say, make the unconscious conscious. Yeah, um, that would be a great topic, I think, that a lot of people could really benefit from.
1: Well, I can go through more detail on the stop technique.
0: Yeah, okay. we can all maybe do some research and 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 see what we come up with.
1: Yeah, well, I've got I've got all kinds of research on on that from doing neural encoding. I've got all kinds of research on what what you can do to change your thinking so that you can take your subconscious. But stop technique is one of the most powerful and easy. And you know, if we did that as a, on, on the summit, that's something people could see and do right away.
0: Yeah, let's give them a toolbox, you guys. Let's that's see if right. we can put together a toolbox for people. So, uh, yeah, all right. Yep, yeah, I
2: think that'd be super cool. And one of the things that we're talking about the kids too, we can help the kids filter too. So if we are, if we notice that the news is affecting us, it's probably affecting them too. And so that would be more awareness of what we are not only exposing ourselves to, but what we're exposing our kids to as well. Yeah, yeah so
0: good. Yeah. So good. All right, yeah. any closing thoughts from anybody on this whole stick man thought process before we wrap up for today? okay well thank you so much for joining us this has been Life Transformed leaders living life on purpose living your purpose that's what we want to do and I think embracing something like what Russell taught today will if you're not already living your purpose it's going to get you at least a new awareness around um, how you can maybe start to get at that or maybe you just need to think more deeply about, well, what is my purpose? You know, the whole conversation with yourself that I'm sure we've all had at some point in our lives where, why are we all here? How did this place get here? You know, as I was yep. a kid, I always remember thinking about that. Wow, it's just fascinating. There's no there's no answer. But uh, anyway, I'm going to leave you in that state of mind. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, I just
1: think this, this was developed in the mid thirties and still is used today.
0: Oh, tell me, do you know anything Russell about the results that Thurman fleet got with the people oh, coming back from actually,
1: the war? Yeah, actually, as, as he actually started doing this, he started getting people to, uh, to change the way they think so much. And, and they were a lot more, uh, they were happier. Uh, their PTSD was reduced tremendously. I mean, uh, you know, and so it's, like I said, it's still used today. And uh, it's it's basically the, the, the bre- groundbreaking for what we call NLP and Neurologistic Programming and neural encoding and all those things. What Thurman Fleet did was kind of the uh, uh, toolbox, the first tool in the toolbox <laughs> that then people have added to throughout the years that connect directly to this. Nobody, there's not anybody that, that's, that talks about making changes that they may not say the thinking mind but whenever they're whenever they're going through it you'll 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 hear them talk about you know changing the way you think changing way you think or you know uh, and and so basically that's they may not use this diagram but they'll use the words that, that go almost right along with what i said
0: awesome all right well that's it for today Hope you have a great rest of your morning, afternoon, or evening. This has been Robert Bolden, Life Transform, And I want to thank Russell and Alana and Kristen for joining today on this amazing discussion. Hopefully you got something good from this. I know you had to have. Uh, that's my uh, hope and, and prayer that you did. And we will see you next time, next Monday, for another edition of Life Transform. Leaders, live your purpose. And we're back with my Thursday podcast this Thursday. And it's Follow Me. So Coffee and Christ has transitioned to Follow Me. Very exciting stuff. All right. We'll see you next time.